Welcome and thanks for joining Deacon Ryan, the people's platform and community where like-minded people come together to gather, pray and above all, share our love for both God and one another. That's here with Deacon Ryan. Let's pray. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you. Until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law, until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. When my daughter Aspen was little, I once told her to do something that she didn't want to do, and she responded by telling me that I wasn't the boss of her. Words I'm sure a few parents here have heard before. And I said, yes, I am to which she replied that only God was the boss of her. Smart kid. But I thought I was smarter, so I informed her that, yes, she was correct, God was the ultimate boss of her, but as her father, I worked for God. And her response was, she said that God must not be a very good boss, because if she was my boss, she would have fired me a long time ago. I'm still recovering. A cute father-daughter exchange, but it actually contained within it some interesting arguments. From where does our authority come, and how are we to conduct ourselves in relation to that authority? Now, in the world today, authority is a challenging topic. Authority itself is being challenged in the world Appeals to objective truth and the authority that comes from it are being dismissed. The citizens of some nations have a cultural aversion to governments exercising authority over the people. Even the police have had publicized a number of cases where the exercise or In some cases, the abuse of their authority has led to the death of those for whom they were sworn to protect. And the result of that is is a rejection of their authority. When I first started as a police officer in the early 2000s, when I told somebody that they were under arrest, they knew that they were under arrest. They acknowledged that, and they knew what the consequences were for failing to acknowledge that. And yet, fast forward 20 years to the 2020s, and telling somebody that they're under arrest 
typically results in multiple cell phone cameras being pointed your way and the response of, I disagree with you, I don't acknowledge that I'm under arrest, and the ever-so-helpful, do you know who I am? And even the church, even the church has seen abuse by those in authority. Authority itself is something that is being directly challenged in contemporary culture, and in many cases, that's a good thing. And yet, without the ability to appeal to authority, especially in the context of our faith, especially in the context of our apostolic efforts to spread the gospel, to spread the good news, without authority, our efforts lacked strength and credibility. They lack that orientation and that connection to truth. We see this, my friends, in many Protestant preachers. You know, so many of the, the famous ones, they're, they're smooth talkers, they're high energy, they're very convincing in their preaching. But separated from the magisterium, separated from sacred tradition, separated from papal authority, separated from all of this, in many cases, what is done with the best of intentions ends up bending Scripture to legitimize whatever their argument is. Their words ultimately lack authority. And St. Paul is very clear in his second letter to the Corinthians, which we heard read today. On our own, we have no authority. We're, we're not even qualified to minister to God's people on our own. Our qualification comes from God, and with that qualification comes authority. But we must be rooted in Christ. We must be rooted in His body, the church. We must appeal to objective truth to the teaching authority of the magisterium, to sacred tradition which guides our understanding of sacred scripture. The law endures. We see that today. We heard that today. But we're to follow the law in the light of Jesus Christ's authoritative interpretation. We, we keep on coming back to authority. And in this case, it's only by appealing to the authority of Jesus Christ's interpretation of Scripture that we can reconcile these two very different readings that we heard today. That we can reconcile the law and the new covenant. It's only through the interpretation that Jesus gave us that we can reconcile him telling us in Matthew's gospel today that until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest part or the smallest part of a letter of the word will pass from the law. And then several years later, St. Paul preaching that the written law, that that was carved on the tablets, he he references Moses. We know he's speaking about the law, and he refers to it as a ministry of death, a ministry of condemnation. 
Now, St. Paul isn't saying that the law is death. What he's saying is that the only way the law goes from a law of condemnation, a law that, that ultimately, yes, helps us identify sin but no more, the way that it goes from condemnation to righteousness is through Jesus Christ. And through following his way of self-giving, self-sacrificing love, we hear about that, we heard about it on Monday the way of the Beatitudes, that is the way that Christ asks us to interpret the laws through that lens. And while following the model of Christ is hard, it's so very hard, he invites us not to do it on our own, but to do it with him. He invites us to participate with him He empowers us to be co-creators of his kingdom. So my friends, appreciate that rooted in Christ, rooted in his body, go out and boldly proclaim the gospel. Use that authority that you have been given and change the world. You're invited to change the world in his name. St. Paul told us today that the Israelites, they couldn't look upon the face of Moses for, for 40 days. But that that glory, that glory of his face, it faded. And then he asked the question, no, he exhorts us. He says, how much more will the ministry of the Spirit, the ministry each and every one of us is invited into today, how much more will that be glorious? Thanks once again for taking the time to join Deacon Ryan, the people's platform and community where like-minded people come together to gather, pray, and above all, share our love for both God and one another. That's here with Deacon Ryan.